There are amazing humans in the world that help us teach our children, but nobody is more qualified. Nobody is more valuable. Nobody is a better teacher and can impact your child more than you can. Hey, we are Shan and Ryan Tripp, parents of five on a journey to discover what it takes to raise great humans while enjoying the heck out of life along the way. Sometimes it's easy to let the weight of everyday life, parenting, marriage, finances, get in the way. But what we found is that as you break out of the norm and do life a little bit differently, a whole new world can open up to you. So if you're ready, we would love to invite you on this journey with us as we pull back the curtains and have a whole lot of fun along the way. And it's true what they say, life's a trip. This is our story. How will you write yours? Let's go. Hello, students, and welcome to class. I'm your principal, Ryan Tripp. And we're going to start off with some school announcements this morning. The most exciting of which is that Ryan and Shannon Tripp, two of our faculty members, have started a new podcast and they're talking all about educating children. So won't you tune in, follow the show and share it with someone you love. All right, that's it for announcements. Get back to class. School's in session. You like this way too much. Ding, ding, ding. I feel like you were made. You were made to be behind the mic. In I, did you do that? I did the school announcements. You do that. I was I was the I was the student body president, and I did the school announcements. And it was one of my favorite things that I did. Oh my gosh! Of course. In it fact, was. I don't remember much that I did as the student body president, but I I remember the morning announcements, and it was uh, it's fun. It was fun for me. Oh, I just saw you going back. I knew it. I looked in your eyes and I could tell you went to a different place. Yeah. You saw me with my bleached hair. And my puka shell necklaces. Puka shell necklaces and 2003. Do you want to go to Warped Tour this weekend? Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, guys. Today we are going to talk about some, actually I would say probably one of the most highly requested topics and that is your children's education and what that looks like. And it has looked different for us throughout the years. Uh, the last about four years, we have chosen to homeschool. And I think a lot of a lot of this community has been amazing and very interested in what that journey has looked like for us. How, where, how did we get started? What's the routine like? Why in the heck did we do it? Um, just kind of what it's looked like for us and hopefully whether you're homeschooling or not, you can take away something today when it comes to guiding and educating your kiddos. Well said, Shannon. Isn't homeschool for the weirdos? <laughs> that's what they used to be a weirdie. Say. I know. Isn't that funny? Growing up, that's how it was. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'd say even like a handful of years ago when we started, it was kind of like, it was kind of still not really the thing. Like I learned a lot of people did it, but for me and where I had come from, nobody homeschooled, you know, it was, it was definitely not a normal thing where I was from. And so, but I always had a really strong desire to do it. I think I just love having, I love having some control over what my kids are learning. And I don't like to use the word control, but I don't know if there's a, I don't know if there's a in better a good word. way. Yeah. in like a good motherly way. Yeah, I, guiding the kids along the way you want to. And we were brought up that there was just one way to do school. You just go to school, you just go to public school and that's what it was. And then 
with COVID and the pandemic and everything shutting down, I think it just brought this more to the forefront where everybody was teaching the kids from home. Yeah. So, and that was more forced upon us, but, but what we're talking about is us intentionally choosing to homeschool the kids as we have traveled. So as we've left home and we left Utah and we've traveled around, it just felt like a good opportunity for us to homeschool. And it's been awesome. Yeah. I had a really, really strong desire to do that. And I remember approaching you, right. And saying that I wanted to homeschool the kids. And what did you say to me? I think first you offered me a job as a principal and I was like, honey, I don't think that pays very well, <laughs> but tell me more. I'm always looking for your next job. And then I learned it was principal of the homeschool at the trip Casa. And, um, yeah. So at first I was like, I, what, what homeschool? Like, what, what do you mean? Like, why? I don't understand. I didn't really understand it. You just in, in the, you know, again, most loving way, just really, I think enjoyed space too. Cause you were working from home. So you were like, what do you mean? I'm working from home and the kids are home all day. It's going to be crazy. That's And they want a dog. <laughs> Yeah. You weren't really excited about the idea of us being on top of each other because again, we weren't used to it. Our kids would leave the house. They'd go to school for six or seven hours a day. You'd go to work, you'd come home, we'd have, you know, dinner together. And it was just very, uh, we were separated. We were separated throughout the day. And for some people that works beautifully and that's okay too. For us, I think we realized we don't want to be separated for that long. Well, there was definitely a transition. And again, I think a lot of people saw this with COVID where you start working from home, kids are at home for school, and there's a transition of you're just on top of each other. It's noisy. You know, there's just these famous Zoom calls on YouTube where the kids are coming in while the parents are giving a presentation. So there's for sure an adjustment. And I, I think some people have have figured that out better than others. Um, but now that we've had been able to spend time as a family and be at home and work together and have the kids do homeschool and, and find a good balance and a good structure where, you know, it's not just complete chaos. Uh, there's been a lot of rewards from that. Totally. Yep. And I think that the biggest reward for me, and then that I guess is our, my personal initial why is just having more time with my kids. I think that that also just goes back to my experience of being an ER nurse and seeing how fragile time is and seeing my little kids and sending them off to school all day. It wasn't anything against public school at the time. It was just truly and genuinely, I wanted more time with my kids. And so I was like, well, perfect time to try it out moving across the ocean, you know, away from, away from, cause it, it did feel like a little bit harder. And so my, my heart goes out to all of you guys who have a desire to homeschool, but it may take a little bit more courage pulling them out of school in your current situation Ours was a little bit easier because we were moving. We were moving to a whole new place and we weren't pulling, we were already pulling them out of their current situation. And so we just tried to, we just went down a different path. And yeah, like Ryan said, we've just been able to identify a few ways to make this work for our family really, really well. And something that we have genuinely enjoyed and treasured. And I would not take back a minute of homeschool. So we just want to talk a little bit about it. So how did we go from the kids are, you know, we're dropping them off at school or they're taking a bus to school and they're, they're doing the, you know, local public school. How did we go from that to all of a sudden we're homeschooling? Because to me, that was the initial resistance was like, I don't even know anything about homeschooling. I don't even know how to get started. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the first thing is you have to research laws and regulations in your area. That's it. Some, some are super lax. Some are more strict, obviously no 
you know, protect yourself and know what you can and can't do. Yeah. You don't want the fuzz boppers coming after you because your kids aren't showing up <laughs> for school. Boppers. Yeah. They'll get you. Oh my gosh. Okay. And then I would really recommend just connecting with other homeschool families. There is a bazillion and one homeschool groups on Facebook. Look them up, find another mom, ask the questions, get into a group as soon as, as soon as possible. You know, schools, like you can just take your kids out of school. You are the parent. You can do that. Just make sure, you know, um, again, like the regulations of homeschooling in your area. But then once you, once you do that, you take the kiddos out of school. And I would just say the best advice when I was getting started is that homeschool is not regular school, public school at home. Homeschool is just life school. Of course, there's books involved. Of course, there's curriculum involved. You need to choose a curriculum that fits. Well, you don't need to, I guess. Some this, you know, unschooling is also a thing where people just truly believe that life school is the has the most benefit for children. But I think we're all going to be different. We all value different things. We all believe different things. So finding out what it's what it is that's most important to you. For me, it was having. God-centered learning in my home. That's not something that's available in the public school. So my kids were gone all day long, not hearing the name of God all day, you know? And for me, I thought how cool that I get to incorporate that into our stories and our essays and our things that we're doing, because that's something that I really value in my home. Who knew the Bible had so many parallels to math equations, huh? I had no idea until I started going through it with some of the kids. But you touched on a couple of misconceptions that I had, which was number one, homeschool kids are weird. And I was joking about that. But the idea was that they're not at school socializing. And so they're just like kind of weird and they're not well adjusted and making friends. But with the homeschool pod idea and, you know, we met up with other families and the kids were hanging out and they were learning together, doing crafts together. So you still get that social time. It's not like the kids locked in a room all day by themselves and they're they're not going to know how to talk to people. Well, and you know what? I will just take that a step further and say, even if they didn't socialize, which I'm a huge fan of getting them in activities and doing pods and getting them around other kids, but it's also a very controlled setting because you know the families that are also doing that. You know, it's not just a public school around all the kids, but I'm going to take that step further and say, what if they weren't around kids? Who are they learning from? You and your husband. Or, you know, your your family and the, the values that your family has and they're learning how to treat other people. They're learning how to respond in conflict. They're learning how to, then they're learning from you guys. You guys are the best teachers for your kids. And I think sometimes we don't know how to believe that. But as a mom, you are your child's best teacher, period, always. There are amazing humans in the world that help us teach our children, but nobody is more qualified Nobody is more valuable. Nobody is a better teacher and can impact your child more than you can. So never discredit yourself in this role because you have, yeah, I mean, I have chills and I almost have I tears. So I'm going to let you take I know over. you're tearing up. <laughs> we just, you and I, Shannon, both feel like the things the kids learn in our house, like forget homeschool, like homeschool aside, whether they're going to public school or whatever else, but the teaching and the family dinners and everything that we're doing in the home with the kids, that's going to shape their learning. That's going to shape their future and who they are. Cause we saw that growing up in our families and we were lucky enough to have that experience. And so to be able to do homeschool during the day, instead of them being gone somewhere else, just, I think further 
you know, uh, allows us to, to fulfill that and, and teach the kids, but you're absolutely right. You, you're especially moms, like for us dads. And, you know, I joke about being the principal and I would do some homeschooling with the kids, but you definitely took the lead on the homeschool stuff and you, oh man, it was just, it's cool to watch the kids learn from you and go through the curriculum with you. And I think you, I think you learned a few things about math along the way too, didn't you? Oh my gosh. I know more about geography now than I ever learned. Like going back to school after my, all these years. Yes. I, so I've learned so much teaching my kids. And, and also I'm like, what in the, there is no way I learned this as a sixth grader. This is way too hard. What the heck is an isosceles triangle? Seriously. So yes, we moved to Hawaii. We started homeschooling. There was a lot of spider webs and things to figure out because it was not easy. At the beginning, I was, I really tried to mimic school. So I was like, okay, kids, here's the bell and here's your books. And now it's math and now math's over and now hurry and take a break. And then we're going to do, you know, language arts and then take a break. And then we're going to do science and then take a break. And I was like, whoa, this is a lot of work for me. And I am feeling really overwhelmed. And then I had a friend tell me, Shannon, for one week, just put away the books, put away. There's no schedule. There's no books. Just go be with your kids and see what happens. And that week actually changed my whole perspective because I think they learned more in that week with me being a present mom than they learned in the math books and in the language arts books. I'm not taking away how important that is for our kids to learn, but they learn so much from just us when we are present with them, whether you're just cooking with them and they're measuring the cups or you're taking them to Costco and they're helping you figure out budgeting or they're, you know, you're delivering something to a friend and they're just watching how you serve. Or I'm not, I'm not saying that I, (laughs) I did all of that very well, but it's just those little examples that I was like, this is school. That was your version of homeschool. And even though throwing out the curriculum wasn't approved by the principal, <laughs> I it, didn't it, throw it, out the it never, curriculum. never came across my desk. Uh, I saw what the kids were learning and I saw the joy in your eyes. And so in the end, that's what we went with. And, you know, I've always said that those who can't teach do, and those who can't do teach gym. Am I right? And that's really where I showed up for the kids was teaching Jim, taking them to the driving range, going and dribbling a basketball. That is true. You actually did that. When I would need a break, I was like, okay, it's gym time. And dad would take the kids to go play a sport or go outside or be active. And that was Jim. That That was was Jim for the day. And you did gym very well, honey. (laughs) I'm a great gym teacher. And you also brought out another guest teacher, which was really cool. Do you want to talk about that at all? You know what? So, so we homeschooled for about four years, you know, really lots of kinks along the way, but really just kind of letting go of the rigid schedule and putting more blocks of time in. I think that's the biggest takeaway. I'm going to tell you about this special guest, but I just want to, I want to wrap that up with like, that is the biggest takeaway. I think that I have learned from homeschool is just block out time. So from nine to 12, we're going to do math and language arts somewhere in that time, you know, and maybe this isn't how it looks for everybody. But for me, it was like low pressure somewhere in that time. We're going to do that. The kids get in a routine. They know what's expected of them. And then from this time to this time, we're going outside. We don't know what that's going to look like, but we're going outside and we just have blocks of time and just let your day flow in the way that it's supposed to flow. But with that said, 
when we moved, we were living in Puerto Rico and our kids, we had been homeschooling our kids for four years. And I just thought my dad is one of the wisest people I've ever met. I could ask him pretty much anything about anything. And he would probably have an answer, especially when it comes to science and history. And he just knows a lot about a lot of things. And him and my mom were coming out to visit. And I thought, what could I do to keep my dad for a minute out here and let him put my kids through grandpa school and grandpa school. That's cool. It was just the one of, Oh my gosh. I would almost say top 10 to top five best experiences ever because bless my mom's heart. She had to kind of come and go, but man, and my mom has so much to give to in a different way. Your dad was able to take one of the harshest, coldest winters in Utah (laughs) and spend a month with us in Puerto Rico. It's true. So it worked out. I think it was meant to be selfless to be able to like, let him do that. But he, I just said, dad, will you come and teach my kids every day for three hours? He came for three hours and he taught my kids every day, everything from, I mean, what are some of the things that they, they they knew the most in 50 most influential people in the world. And they could tell you every country in Africa, every single country, every war, every, the, I mean, socialism, communism, fascism, like my dad, they know all of this stuff. Now they know how governments work. They know how, and it was just the most special experience to see my dad someone who I really believe that we need to put more weight on how wise older people are. And he got to pass that to my children and they're way smarter than me now. (laughs) They're way smarter than me. They are smarter than us. They They went through Mike's masterclass and now our children are smarter than us. I told him, I said, dad, you need to form a school because you just taught them more about what really matters than I have learned in my whole life of, of, you know, going to public school and college. And again, not discrediting that, but I think there is so much value in that of just prioritizing what really matters. What do we really want our kids to know? And so he was able to do that. And I just thought I would have never been able to do something like that. If I wasn't homeschooling, it just gives you so much freedom to be able to customize your own learning plan for your kids. And so that was just really, really special. How cool would it be if parents can take their kids to grandpa's house for an evening or a consecutive week, you know, throughout a month and, uh, have them teach the kids. Yep. Teach them about serving in world war two or a business they built and sold before they retired. You know, old people love to share their stories and they're just a wealth of information. I love that you set that up, honey. Yeah. That's great. the same Mike who shattered your CD in a previous <laughs> podcast episode. He shattered the CD with his hands because it was Mike's Shannon's hip hop music. His, Mike's going to need his own. He, we're going to have to have him on podcast. as a guest. Yeah. He's softened up over the years. He went from shattering CDs with his bare hands to teaching the little ones. Um, it's just great to see that evolution. <laughs> great to oh see that growth. Goodness. Okay. So in a nutshell, you guys, whatever, whatever schooling and education you want for your kids, don't be afraid to go after it because uh, I would say homeschooling did feel a little bit scary. It felt uh, it felt like a lot, felt overwhelming. This is all very normal, I think, for everybody that chooses to do that. But over the years, it has blessed our family's life and the time that we've been gifted together and the experiences that we've had and the 
kind of control that we've had over their learning. So, so, so much. So even if in the future, our kids do go back to public school, we come from a town where we, you know, the, the school there is actually a really great school and we still know a lot of the people and, you know, we have family members that work there and it's just a really great situation that I know a lot of people aren't in right now. But, um, if you're not in a good situation and you want to change your situation, don't be afraid to do it. You are your child's best teacher and it will always give way, 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 way more than it ever takes. Well said, Mrs. Tripp. Okay. Can I see you in the principal's office for a minute now? Oh my gosh. Okay, guys, we're going to go. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming to class today. We're going to have an early out uh, and let everyone go out for recess. And thanks for joining us. School's out of session. <laughs>